Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining us on Pivot 180 Weekly Boost. We have the pleasure of having Martha Mott all the way from Sydney, Australia, tuning in today and sharing with us. If this is your first time joining in on the Pivot 180 Weekly Boost podcast, please know that our purpose is to offer humanity locally and afar with a source of positive encouragement through life experiences and insight in an open-minded and welcoming platform. So please keep an open mind because we get into some interesting topics on these, on these episodes. And Martha, you had chose the topic of you don't have to be perfect to be confident. I absolutely love that topic. And I know that we were discussing portions of it um, before getting the episode, but I kind of wanted to you know, keep it raw here um, instead of repeat. So thank you so much for taking the time out of your day and sharing with us, you know, the confidence coach. And I'm so looking forward into, into hearing some of your insights on this. Thank you so much for having me. It's wonderful to be able to share my story. So Martha, where are you from originally? I'm from Hong Kong, but I've been living in Australia since the age of 10. I'm 43 this year, so I've been here 33 years. Awesome. And how um, are you enjoying that area? Where where did you and where did you get the empowerment portion into get, finding what your passion is, what you're doing right now? I was a woman in silence for over 30 years. Coming from an Asian background, we've been told that we're supposed to put our head down, just be the woman, be the daughter, be the sister, and just do our job as we're told. Not until that I got married when I was 21, I was living in Hong Kong for uh, three years. I was able to find my way of doing things and not to be restricted by our old tradition. And three years after that, I came back to Australia for, um, and living uh, a new life as becoming an international makeup artist. And that gave me the exposure that I never dreamed could happen. I've been to, uh, to Paris, been into London, been to Japan, just because of my work have where, where it took me. And that have given me enormous confidence in my business area. But despite that, I also suffer from a 19 years abusive marriage. I was bullied at school since a very young age. And the hardest thing for me to admit was being sexually molested by someone I trust. All of that was bottled up in me for over 30 years until when COVID hit. I think COVID for me was a blessing because even for that, I lost my uh, makeup business. I lost my uh, wedding shop because it was all closed down during this time. And I find a new way to pivot and learn in uh, coaching and grateful to my current partner. He suggests me into going that area and he'd be supporting me onto it. And I find that, you know what? My story is my superpower. Whatever I have been for my life, it's a superpower that only I have, I experience, and I can use that to prevent and show other people, despite what colorful plus they have, they can be perfect, even that they are not perfect. Love it. Absolutely love it. And, you know, each story, like you were saying, is, is, is every person's superpower in them sharing it and, um, you know, that's basically how Pivot came to be was during COVID as well, you know, trying to help others through different types of stories and help hoping to reach people to show people that it's not the end, 
and have that silver lining and being able to share how each of us who may have a similar story have gotten through our obstacles and how we pivoted, like you're saying, but that 180 so that we can make a negative into a positive by helping others and helping ourselves get out of it too. So I absolutely love that. So how in you, so you started your coaching business last year and you were previously a makeup artist, mm -hmm. right? And that traveling and stuff, and that totally changed. And mm -hmm. so the coaching with women, what have you found to be the most profound um, or is it with only women or is or you, do you work with? I work all? with men as well, but I mainly focus on female, uh, especially when they're career women or entrepreneur like myself. I find that even that on the outside, we have a very shiny mask. We have this mask that we're tough, we can face anything, we are doing everything perfectly and we don't need other people's help because we are toughening up. Even that we cry at night, we go into the corner and have panic attack and saying, oh my God, I'm overwhelmed, I'm confused, I'm lack of clarity, but I'm too proud, too scared, too ashamed to ask for help. So I wanted to help those women, knowing that there's someone out there who understand what they've been for, who understand that shiny mask, the weight of it, how heavy it is and how painful it is for us to wear every single day. And I want to give those women that need help to put that mask on off and have a breathing space, have someone who understand them to talk to them and give them the confidence back because we confidence is a born thing we don't need to actually find extra confidence what i do is to we awaken the confidence within us so we can face the challenges um day by day not alone but having someone there to support you having a system to guide you and i find that that was what i was lacking when i was going through that 30 years of silence so i feel like that everyone should be given a choice you can go the long wall like i did 30 years or you can go to a short wall three months you reclaim your voice you find your boundaries you understand what your limiting belief that's what i wanted to give people because i feel like that i was the greatest pretender on the outside i was successful i was on stage talking to thousands of people traveling all around the world in fine dining luxury hotel so I was rotten, I was lonely, and I was sad, and I was too scared to share with anyone. And I don't want another woman to suffer in silence anymore. And that's become my mission to have no woman should suffer in silence. That's great. That mission, and obviously that's become your passion. And, you know, you were talking about uh, not taking the 30 years to get to that point, but sometimes it's taking that 30 years to stand up to yourself and realizing mm. that you do need the help. And then it may not, the healing process may not be as long per se, but mm. getting to that point to realize that yes, okay, something's not right and to be actually who you're meant to be. Um, that's, yeah, it's, it's empowering to say the least. And then you're helping other women get through it and just getting to the point of them being comfortable with somebody with that support system um, and mm. following through. And, you know, it is a scary process. Mm. I what totally you, agree with you. What is, what is the first step that you would 
that you think that would be most beneficial to um, a woman or anyone that's kind of at that um, cusp of, of going into um, finding themselves? Realize that you're not crazy. You're not a weaker. You are not a winger that you you need help and just ask for it. I'm for ones that who are happy to actually open my arm up and say, just reach out to me and we can have a chat. It's not about selling you anything. It's just about giving you that support, that guidance, knowing that there is option outside. I didn't know there was option outside. I thought that I was the only one suffering. I look at my circle, everyone seems to be happy and bright. They have a successful entrepreneur mind as well. So who the hell am I to reach out to them to ask for help? I will be seen as a weak person. I will be seen as the last person that will have a one a successful business. I can't have that. That was what's going on in my mind. And I realize now that by reaching out to the white people who does not have any judgment, any criticism, and they're here just to listen and support. That was a great relief for me. So I'm so grateful to the trauma therapist that who I got to help me through the process of understanding, hey, that's what it feels like to have someone loving you and caring for you from a professional level without any judgment and criticism. Because even sometimes we go to our friends and family because they're not professionally trained, they tend to have their own perception into a particular way. A trained professional will actually minimize our perception. That way it allows us to express more without fear because we are all scared of people judging us. We are all scared of how people, other people see us. And by having that support, that's what got me out of the show and start talking to people because it was tough. Like I remember the first day I posted about my abusive marriage, I literally deleted all my uh, ex-partner's uh, family member. And to my surprise, I didn't know they was on my Instagram. So when I posted that, they uh, my sister-in-law, my ex-sister-in-law actually gave me a like on the post and my heart just like, you know, beat up on a hundred mile and then I almost pissed myself and I'm like, oh my God, I was so scared. But guess what? I I'm still surviving. No one attacked me and it seems all to be okay. And it gave me that courage to keep going and leaking things out at a time. Um, and honestly, the, the sexually molested part, it took me three months to be able to say it because as an Asian, that's a very taboo area to talk about. And it took me three months about leaking everything one by one. And and we have to remember, we don't need to do a dumb bungee jump. We don't need to be skydiving like you no know, straight away. We can make that three millimeter shift every single day by leaking things out little bit by little and to allow yourself to build that confidence towards being vulnerable. Vulnerability is the most beautiful thing, but it's also the most scary thing because of fear of judgment. But believe me, if you are in the right circle, those people will not judge you. And if you are, unfortunately, have other people that's in your life that started to judge you on that way, the good news is you know what kind of things that you can do now to cut them out from your circles and start moving. Most definitely. I'm so glad you brought up the vulnerability um, topic because that is a big thing. I don't know if you read Brene Brown, but she talks about vulnerability and um, especially, you know, people... Um, 
being worried about the judgment of others. And it's just like, you know, if you're not in that arena with me fighting the same battle, I don't care what you think, you know, um, I know it's not verbatim, but something along those lines, it's just like, mm -hmm. if having, like you're saying, if you're in the right circle, you know, and to have that support without the judgment, because either they may not have had the same experiences but they've had other experiences that may have had that same result of those emotions or that vulnerability. And to have that support with them is, is amazing. And uh, yes, finding that tribe <laughs> that, mm -hmm. that vibes with you for sure is yeah. so important. It is, it is. I'm so grateful that as soon as I enter the coaching industry, the truth is I don't have a lot of dear friends. I have a lot of clients. I have a lot of beautiful colleagues but I don't have a lot of defense because I was so blocked up in myself that I avoid myself from going out too much. If my husband is around, I avoid contacting other people because I don't want him to get upset because I'm not home because I was already not home when I'm working. So there was a lot of uh, restraint on me that I sort of lost some friendship, but knowing that the true friends will always stay around with you. And that's true. Even that we've been high school fan, like I'm 43 this year. So high school fan has been like 20, 30 years ago. And we're still friends to this day. And we understand that even we're in different countries, it doesn't affect our friendship. When we see each other, we're just like glued together. And that's the beauty of having your own child and having your peak cool. Uh, it was one of my students said, their peak cool that can fill up your oil, like smooth your wheel out and get you going. And it's understandable that we all got a busy life now. You may have family, you have my partner, you have a kids, you have a business. It is hard, but give yourself that permission to have your me time. That is very important. I allow myself one day of completely me time. I eat what I want, watch what I want, go to whatever I want. I just need to give myself that break. If not, I'm going into a complete burnout and it's not fun. I've been there, done that. So understanding that me time is very important. And the funny thing is when I was going for trauma therapy, when people told me to have more self-love, I actually tell them to F off. <laughs> because I didn't know that I wasn't loving myself. Right. I didn't know what me day mean. I didn't know I need to set boundaries and not to let people cause it. Be very careful about boundary requirement and expectation. They're all different. So I stop having expectation of other people and myself because it becomes a pressure. Anything is expected of you is a pressure. But a certain requirement and boundary is what's going to help you to keep going and motivate and help you to protect yourself. You can share with other people of your boundaries. You can have a requirement for yourself, such as I need to do this exercise 20 minutes a day. That's a set. There's no, no second felt about it. That's a requirement, not an expectation. By removing and putting different wording into our life, once our language change, everything's starting to change. I recently done a law of attraction course and it says to us three things that we should not include into our, our, our language. First one is don't, second one is no, and the last one is not. So when we ask, well, the universe always said that you always get what you ask for. So instead of telling the universe, I don't like this, I don't want that, no, that's a no to me. Instead, start telling the universe what you want. 
I wanted to be successful and, and carefree. I wanted to have the abundance and wealth. I wanted to have the loving relationship. Ask for it. Believe it. When you ask for it, you will always get what you want. I remember when I was going through trauma and going through my divorce and getting back into the dating life, I keep saying that I was, I was meeting mentally impaired guys and i'm like okay why is that everyone i met actually have mental issues and then i started changing my language i said that i want someone who is uh, intelligent more intelligent than me i'm not saying i'm very intelligent but i like uh, intelligent guys intelligent attracts me and then guess what i was able to find a beautiful and intelligent guy that i'm still uh, with him after two years so it's lovely to know that the universe do look after you I'm so grateful in my life, no matter what have happened, I was almost homeless. I was have time that I didn't have a meal to eat. I have been for that. But the universe always look after me by sending the white people to me because I surrender to it. I allow it to happen. When you have no doubt, that's when the universe will bring you what you have. That's the instant manifestation that you're looking for. Have the desire with no doubt, allowing it to happen, the manifest will come as long as you can stay strong and believe in that. And I know that at creepy moment, for example, you don't have like you only have a few hundred dollars back into your bank account. I've been that done that. And what do I say to myself? I'm in the process of having abundance and wealth. I'm in the process. It's not I don't have is I'm in the process of getting. As soon as I change my language, I notice, oh, money will come into me. Friends will come into me to support me. Everything will start to flow. So start changing our language. That's the first step to become that you don't need to be perfect to be confident. And that feeling of that I'm in the process of getting it already is start changing your view. Most definitely. Yes. And that's something I've learned too with the um, law of attraction is like the universe doesn't have the negative. So it's like you were saying, I don't want this. I don't want that. Well, that's exactly what you're drawing to you because you keep repeating it for one. Number two, the, the, the negative of it does not exist. So mm -hmm. like you were saying, why um, mentally impaired men um, I don't want that. Well, you keep getting it. Then you started changing it. So I want this, or I desire this. Yeah. Um, and then changing your wording. Um, and you know, you ask, you believe that it's true and then you'll achieve it, but yeah, no doubt, no doubt there at all. Um, but yeah, it's just the different words. It's amazing that words have meanings. <laughs> Yeah, because we all hold two keys in our hand. One key is called key of sadness. When we hold that, we will open more door of sadness. Just like we said, there's no good or bad. There's no negative or positive. Any negative situation can have a happiness door as well. So as long as we hold the key of happiness, we will begin to see more wisdom, more learning, knowing that a failure is not a, a like a mistake is not a failure. It's just another way of learning thing. Just like uh, the guy that who actually developed the light bulb, he didn't say that he failed 90 million times. He said that he learned what not to do 90 million times and then the one thing it works yeah it works at the end of the day not giving up to what you want is so important consistency congruency and just keep pivoting because that is what you are going to get into your goal 
I remember in my dating stage, people said that, wow, you become a professional data. I don't even know how many guys that you were dating with this week. I forgot the name already. And I just said, you know what? I'm the prize. So if I'm the prize, I wanted to make sure that I win the lottery. So for me to win the lottery, I first need to go and buy the ticket. If I don't buy the ticket, it won't happen. That's the difference between a dream and manifest. When you have a dream only, you're in a bubble of thinking and dreaming. When you're manifesting, you will begin to build a bridge from a, a, a dream to manifest. That is the only way you will get that thing happen because the universe will start giving you things to support it. Yes, you may not get the, the right guy straight away, but you will get guys that are similar, that take off your checklist and see some red flags. So when you see the no things, okay, you move on to the next one. And then until your checklist actually been filled, so you go to your manifest stage. That's what I find that the universe have been bringing me that as long as I believe in it, it will happen. Yeah, the clearer the image that you have, the more direction it can it can bring you to. The map gets clearer as you get as you go along, for sure. That's in anything that, though that you know that you're talking about. Um, and, and I love the the description of requirements and boundaries versus expectations because yes, you set it, you set those requirements, and if you don't meet those requirements, then you're you're not crossing that boundary. <laughs> Mm-hmm. not like your, your boundaries will be crossed anyway, but you're not, you're, you're not getting to that prize. Right. Exactly. So I love that. I love exactly. that. Always treat yourself as a prize. A lot of us feel like that. We're not worthy. Who the hell am I to be so happy? I remember, uh, about six months or so ago, my parents won a package for family photo shoot. I was so excited with my new partner. We're like, let's go to this family photo shoot together. And as I was putting on my makeup, I started to shake. My hands started to shake. I started to tee up. And I was wondering, why am I feeling like this? It's like that I'm having a panic attack. My partner asked me what's going on, and I just couldn't stop crying. And I said, okay, we have to go. Okay, we're sitting in the car, and I was still crying. And and after a moment, he gave me time to, to chill and sort of find the answer with him. And then he said to me, okay, so what's going on, baby? And then I said, who the hell am I to be so happy? I feel like, am I worthy? And one sentence he said to wake me up. He didn't say, baby, I love you. Like, you know, we're in this together or anything sweet like that. He didn't. What he said to me was, go and read your four books and see what you're telling yourself. And I immediately laugh and say, yeah, what the hell am I telling myself? What sort of BS when I'm telling myself that I'm not worthy? No, I am the price. I am worthy because I deserve it. Oh my God, that completely switched my buttons and like, okay, now I'm ready for the photo shoot. It's that <laughs> little moments on women or that creepy feelings, those triggers from our past, that labels that we put on ourselves, telling ourselves that we're not worthy guess what as long as you realize your value that's when other people will realize your value so believe in yourself first for others allowing them to believe in you mm-hmm. yeah because i mean if you're not believing in yourself first then there's no point in somebody else trying to do it because mm-hmm. the whole point is 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 taking care of you first right mm-hmm. so that you can Definitely. be the better lighthouse so you can be the brighter light for everybody else because if you're dim you're not helping anyone 
Uh, I, I totally hear you because I used to be an advocate of those people. What do you mean you need to put the mask on yourself first before putting on the other person? Like, I yes. love the person next to me. I should be the one putting the mask on them first. Let me suffer. And then I put on my mask next. I didn't know because I was suffering, I wasn't able to give. Yeah. So I wasn't in my best shape of putting that mask on them. I may put a cooker so they can't breathe in it. And I wouldn't even know because I thought I was trying my best at that moment, not realizing that by putting the mask on myself first, I have the capability and the emotion, then the intelligence to go and actually help the other person. So it is so true when we're saying that we look after ourselves first, it does not mean anything selfish. It's not about selfish. It's not about egotistic. It's about, I must have my cup full before I can give other people. When other people take advantage of me, it's because I have enough to give. I am the blessed one. That's what I've been saying for a long time. And it really resonates with me even more now, understanding the importance of putting in my mask first. So important. So important. Yeah, we actually had a few uh, episodes covering that too. So great alignment on that one. Well, thank you, Martha, and for coming on and sharing so much insight and information on this, on our episode. And I'm sure that many of our audiences will, will um, benefit in this. And what would be the best way that um, our audience would be able to get in contact with you? I will, uh, I think I probably did send you guys to the latest book that I have as well. If I haven't, I will send it later so you can put it onto the show notes. Um, I wanted to offer everyone a free book that I just did, The Secret uh, be, of Being a Super Confident Career Woman. So I wanted to share that with everyone. And also I wanted to give them an empowerment session to give them the chance to connect with someone who understands what they're going through with no judgment, no criticism, just a friendly girl chat so they can see that there's help outside for anyone who want to reach me they can find on google even super confident coach i'm the first one it comes out well awesome thank you again martha and those are great gifts that you're you're bestowing on our audience so thank you so much for your generosity in that too and are you on facebook and instagram as well you said yep looking after super confident uh, coach or, or Martha Mock, you'll be able to find me everywhere. I'm on YouTube, LinkedIn, Instagram, uh, yeah, Meetup, any other place that you can find, I'm there. Awesome. And thank you again so much, Martha. Um, and everyone, thank you so much for tuning into Pivot 180 Weekly Boost. Catch us next week at 11 a.m. Uh, Eastern U.S. time for another empowering episode. And uh, stay safe, everyone. Talk to you soon.